May this be a great and blessed Wednesday, the 14th of August. One plants, <clears throat> sometimes the harvest is not what was desired. The passage for today is Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. And uh, this is in the modern version called The Message. I pray that you will hear God's word spoken to you and to me as we reflect on what God would have us hear in today's devotional. Verse 1. I'll sing a ballad to the one I love, a love ballad about his vineyard. The one I love had a vineyard, a fine, well-placed vineyard. He hoed, hoed the soil and pulled the weeds and planted the very best vines. He built the lookout, built the wine press, a vineyard to be proud of. He looked for a vintage yield of grapes, but for all his pains, he got junk grapes. The older versions say bitter grapes. Verse 3, now listen to what I'm telling you, you who live in Jerusalem and Judah. What do you think is going on between me and my vineyard? Can you think of anything I could have done to my vineyard that I didn't do? When I expected good grapes, why did I get bitter grapes? Well, now, let me tell you what I'll do to my vineyard. I'll tear down its fence and let it go to ruin. I'll knock down the gate and let it be trampled. I'll turn it into a patch of weeds, untended, uncared for. Thistles and thorns will take over. I'll give orders to the clouds. Don't rain on that vineyard ever. Do you get it? The vineyard of God of the angel armies <clears throat> is the God of the country of Israel. All the men and women of Judah are the garden he was so proud of. He looked for a crop of justice and saw them murdering each other. He looked for a harvest of righteousness and heard only the moans of victims. You who call evil good and good evil. Wow. <laughs> what a passage. Let me first begin by apologizing for mistyping my last name. Can you believe that? Don't get old. I, I'm telling you, don't get old. Some of you um, let me know that you try to make a contribution to support this ministry of Concafe, and you got an error message. Here's the correct link. If God so moves your heart, it's P-A-Y-P-A-L, that's paypal.me forward slash, and then Eradio Valverde, my name, E-R-A-D-I-O-V-A-L-V-E-R-D-E. -E. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Let me also thank you for your prayers for my dear friend, uh, Mr. Daniel Solis. Uh, I've known Danny since he was a junior in high school. I was in my first year of ministry in Rio Grande City. Danny had just been elected YSF chairperson, and I was elected uh, YSF sponsor. So Danny came down to Rio Grande City from Dallas, where he lives. Spent a while with us. We worked on what I think was one of the best YSF campaigns uh, the Rio Grande Conference ever had. Youth Service Fund is what YSF stands for. I'm sorry about that. But it's to raise money for the Youth Service Fund to help um, the youth that were in service to others at that time. Uh, Nellie was pregnant with our daughter, Nellie, and even went to the doctor with her, which was above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> and uh, he and I long have joked uh, about signs at that doctor's office that said, uh, number one, don't ask to use the phone. Number two, don't ask how many patients are in front of you. And all visits cash. And so that was a running joke for, for us for all these years. 
And Danny has been like a, a dear younger brother and sometimes like a son. And I ask you, continue to pray for this uh, dear man of God. Um, you prayed for his exams that he had yesterday, and he found out later in the afternoon that um, the exams found reason for him to go and see um, an oncologist. And so, as you can imagine, he's very concerned for his family. He has three small children. Danny married late in life, and he and his wife, Kim, have three very precious small children. And as you can imagine, he's very worried about them. And uh, Danny uh, finally um, said yes to God. He's a student at Perkins School of Theology there at um, SMU in Dallas. And so um, you know that his dream was to serve the Lord through ministry, though all his life he has been a very active and faithful layperson in his local church at the district level, the conference level, um, jurisdictional level, and even the national level, serving for many years on the General Board of Global Ministries, and just a fine, upright young man. And so I ask you, pray for his healing, pray for his wife, pray for his children, and as I always say, pray for one another and pray for yourselves. May this be a joyous and blessed Wednesday for you, dear listener. My prayers for a Wednesday that when it is all said and done, we will say, ah, what a wonderful Wednesday it was. And indeed, may that be our prayer, dear Lord. Hear our prayer. Now, this passage I read from Isaiah chapter 5 is a passage about the reality of life. Early in the first pages of the Bible, we see the reality come into that very first family. Adam and Eve were blessed with two children, Cain and Abel. And I believe they were raised the same way, yet the outcome was not what they expected. No caring parent wants their children to suffer. And most parents don't want their children to cause suffering to others. Many are the parents who through the years say, I just want my children or my child to be happy, yes. But are you also raising your child or your children to be good? That's a more important question. One can only imagine the heartache of Adam and Eve, those first parents, to hear that their oldest son <clears throat> murdered his younger brother. And how I wish the murders had ended there and that the rest of the pages of the Bible would be filled with just these perfect families with perfect parents, perfect children, perfect uh, family life. But alas, the Bible is too honest. It is a book of God that tells the truth. And so we know that the rest of the biblical families that we encounter through the pages of the Bible uh, had stories of their own. The vineyard of parents is their offspring as it was for God. Try as he did, God discovered that in spite of all he had done for this vineyard to produce wonderful, excellent grapes, he discovered quite sadly that his children were disobedient and unfaithful to him. God expected faithfulness and righteousness, and God would have provided more. Yet it seems that our natural inclination is always to turn away from God and towards our own pleasures and desires. We covet what others have and seek to be just like them when we should be realizing that we have already been blessed with the love and goodness that comes from the one true God. So friends, as you listen, the same may be true for our children from time to time. Ours as parents is to be loving and faithful toward them. And our obligation continues to be loving, faithful, and righteous children toward God. 
and towards our neighbors, which means towards each other. Let us pray. Loving Father, we ask forgiveness for our times of being the, quote, bitter grapes in your vineyard. We ask that we might be made righteous and faithful towards you and yours. This we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name, asking blessings upon Danny Solis, his wife, his family, and over all of those for whom we are praying, dear God, be with them, bring healing, bring transformation, bring whatever it is, Father, all according to your will. And we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. So, my friend, have a great and blessed day in the Lord, and I pray that in whatever way you can, be a sweet grape. Receive my blessings of love. I'm Pastor Adio Alberti. God bless you. <laughs>